Hey, podcast family. Did you know that on May 2nd and 3rd, 2024, our 3D Growth Summit is happening in Nashville, Tennessee? But in-person tickets are already sold out with nearly 400 attendees. But you don't have to miss out. You can get exclusive access to our live stream and post-event recordings for just $395. Yes, you heard that right. For a single fee, you and your entire dental team can learn from our industry leaders with online recordings available after the event. So secure your spot now before it's too late by visiting www.3d-dentist.com slash 3D Summit or give us a call at 855-332-2285 and get your tickets for the live stream and event recording today. Now, let's get to this week's episode. Welcome to T-Bone Speaks with Dr. Tarun Agarwal, where our goal is to change the way you practice dentistry by helping you achieve clinical, financial, and personal balance. Now, here's your host, T-Bone. Hello, and welcome back for another episode of Ask T-Bone on the T-Bone Speaks podcast. Today, I have an absolutely a wonderful question, something I'm going to enjoy talking about. It's a passion area of mine, dealing with the general dentist specialist relationship. But before we get into that, I really want to ask again, I'm going to keep asking, okay, so you might as well do this for me. I need you to leave a review for me on iTunes, and I need you guys to submit questions by visiting www.tbonespeaks.com. I don't try to sell you guys stuff. I want you to come to my workshops, but I'm not forcing you to. I'm not constantly promoting these things. I'm providing a wonderfully free resource. I'm open and honest. All I ask in return is that you engage into the podcast by leaving a review on iTunes and then also by submitting questions by visiting www.tbonespeaks.com. So today's question is from Russell. It says, T-Bone... As an oral surgeon, I am always working to improve my relationships with referring dentists. When I ask the dentists in my community, I feel that they are hesitant for whatever reason to give me a straight answer. I appreciate the honesty in your podcast, so I thought I would ask you my question. What are the three top characteristics requirements you look for in a specialist, specifically an oral surgeon? Thanks in advance for your comments, Russell. Russell, Thank you for this great question, and thank you for being a specialist that actually seems to care about developing a good relationship. So I do want to take a few minutes and talk about that. But first, I'll tell you why you don't feel that people are giving you a straight answer. Honestly, they're not giving you a straight answer, not because they're afraid to. They just don't know. They don't know what is possible in a good, symbiotic, specialist, general dentist relationship. Because quite honestly, 95% of us have never experienced that. We've experienced relationships, whether it's the fault of the GP or the, and I'll honestly, I'll lay most of the blame on the GP personally, or the fault of the specialist. We simply don't demand a better relationship. We don't ask for a better relationship and we don't do what it takes to create a better relationship. And, you know, again, it goes both ways. And too often, specialists have viewed themselves as higher level than general dentists. And I guess maybe you have more training. That doesn't mean you're smarter than me. And that they're above general dentists and that they know better. 
and that general dentists often invade their territory and do things that they shouldn't be doing. And and I would agree and disagree with that. I think there are some general dentists that shouldn't be doing things, but I would say that a lot of general dentists are capable of doing it. They learn to do it, and they're often afraid because of the backlash from specialists. So I would encourage general dentists to start demanding more and to ask for more and to experience more. And I think that's why they're not able to give you a straight answer. Now, if I were to ask, answer that, what three characteristics I would look for, I would look for a specialist that is collaborative on my cases for good patient outcomes. I would look for a specialist that is technologically at the same level that I am. And number three, I would look for a specialist that helps me grow my practice. So let's talk about being collaborative. So to me, and maybe that's just me, but as a specialist, I would demand this as well. If I were a specialist, I would demand this or do the things that it takes to get this. And that is, I like to collaborate on my patient's care. Nothing drives me more crazy than when I send a patient over somewhere and they come back with the work done. And maybe, honestly, I look at it again, where did I miscommunicate on that? But it's not that I don't want them to get the work done. I just want to make sure that what they're doing falls into my plan. So I don't want them to come back with tissue grafting when I'm going to do ortho next. I don't want them to come back with implants where I'm going to do something else first or whatever it may be. Maybe I'm moving the teeth around. Maybe we've got something else that needs to be done. You know, maybe I don't want that tooth taken out quite yet. I need to hold it for a second molar stop, even though I know it's loose or whatever it may be. You know, those are the kind of things. So I think being able to collaborate on patient care is really helpful to make sure that before you do things, you know, especially on complex cases, certainly, or even semi-complex cases, that everybody's involved in that. I like to work with a specialist who views me as a colleague in that collaboration, not telling me what to do, but taking my input and putting their input in. Again, I don't want to dictate what's going on. I want to collaborate what's going on. So when I say, hey, I want to, you know, this is what I want to do. I want them to say, that makes sense. But here's the challenge with that. This would make it easier. And I think what happens when you create a collaboration, at least what I've seen in my relationship with my surgeon is he's become an unbelievably better restorative dentist. Not that he's doing restorations, but he's become a better restorative dentist in the sense that he can plan, he can see things better. He understands the restorative aspect of things and how his work affects you know, the restorative outcomes that the general dentist needs. So I would say that collaboration is important. Now, in terms of technology, I expect a specialist, an oral surgeon specifically in your case, to have the technology I have. I would say that to me, a good specialist must have 3D imaging. And why do they must have? I don't need them to have 3D imaging because my patients already have 3D images that I'm sending to you. But if you don't have 3D imaging, I know that you probably don't know how to really read it very well or how to utilize it very well, or you're not going to utilize it because you're not used to using it. So for me, having a specialist that utilizes at a minimum 3D technology, I love when I work with my periodontist is really good about this. I work with specialists who take photographs and send me those photographs. So now I have it as part of my case file. I have it also for when I want to do blogs about my patients and things like that, or I want to write articles. So I love having photographs of their work. It also tells me that when I work with a specialist who's technologically using photographs, that tells me that they care about, that they're taking great pride in their work and they're documenting the work. 
and that they're working at a level where they're critiquing their work and evaluating how they can get better. Also on the technology end, I don't have time for lunches. I don't have time for dinners. I don't have time for phone calls, to be quite honest with you, for collaboration. I need to work with a specialist that's going to use Skype or Google Hangouts or Apple FaceTime or WebEx or some way that we can collaborate at convenient times that don't require us to be physically face-to-face. I just don't have the time for it. I like to work with specialists along those lines who can send me those photographs or video or something along those lines of the patient so that I can view it, you know, at a time that's convenient for me. I like to wake up at four o'clock in the morning and start doing my emails and work on things. And I don't want to call my specialist at four o'clock in the morning, but I'd love to get my information from them so I can review it at my time. Uh, Along that line, there's a periodontist in the area that I no longer work with that literally doesn't use email. And so if someone's not using email, I can't communicate with them. I'm not picking up the phone in the middle of my busy day or in the middle of your busy day and trying to talk to each other. We're all in a hurry. No one's ever listening. Emails allow us to communicate, allow us to communicate with photographs, allow us to communicate with video, allows us to communicate in a written word. So, you know, those things are unbelievably important to me. Now, when it comes to practice growth, what do I mean by working with a specialist that's going to help me grow? I think specialists should hold study clubs or some type of, you know, growth meetings, not once in a while, but on a regular basis where they bring in other speakers. They don't just talk about implants or soft tissue grafting or just talk about how to recognize what you should refer. That's not what it's about. It's about somebody that's going to help me grow, that's going to leverage, you know, putting 10 or 15 or 20 of us together, allowing us to pay money or whether they sponsor it on their own to bring in the education or outside education experts that's going to allow me to grow my practice. So that's one thing. Also, I want to work with a specialist who's comfortable with me watching them do surgery so I can learn how to do surgery myself. Maybe I'll learn to do things and not refer it to you. Maybe I'll learn to do things and decide I don't want to do that. But what I know is that the more I know, the better I diagnose, the more I know how it's done and what to expect, the better my patients are prepared, the more I know and what to expect and how much it costs, the more I can get my patients prepared on what to expect in your office. So those are things to me from a growth perspective that I'm looking for. I think unbelievably our profession has gone to a us versus them mentality and I need to be a we mentality because we is all about the patient. And when we work together, our patient wins and each of our practices win. And honestly, here's what I would say to any specialist that may be listening to this. And I would encourage you just to forward this particular podcast to your specialist by clicking the share button. You know, the days of simple extractions as a specialist, the days of quote unquote simple implants as specialists, the days of simple orthodontic, adult orthodontics as specialists are going away. General dentists are being forced and wanting, and technology is making it easier for us to participate in some of those procedures. The specialists that will thrive and continue to do well and will build burgeoning practices and great relationships and do more complex dentistry, specialists will be those who engage with the general dentists. To my general dentist listeners, ask more. But don't ask more of somebody if you can't give more from yourself. If you are stupid and don't know things, don't expect somebody to spoon feed you. Go learn. Get out there. Get out there and learn. 
be proactive. Don't just bitch and moan that, oh, there's nothing here. Go to your specialist and say, hey, I'd love for you to do this. If you did this, I would participate. And then when your specialist takes the time to do this, participate. Even if it's a topic you don't like or that you already know, go. Because listen, here's what happens. If I did something and only three or four or five people showed up, I wouldn't do it again. It wouldn't be worth my time and effort in doing it. But if I did something and I saw people show up, then you should do it. It's just like at my golf club. When our golf club was first starting out, I encouraged my friends, hey, they're doing an event and I know it's dumb and I know we don't like it, but we've got to go because if we don't go, they'll stop doing these events. So when your specialist does something, you should pick up the phone and say, hey, I'm sorry, I can't make this one, but I want you to know I'm in. I will support you in the future so that they know what to expect. So it's a two-way street. When we all get together, everybody wins. So I encourage us to get together. And Russell, thank you so much for asking that question. Thanks so much for listening to T-Bone Speaks with Dr. Tarun Agarwal. Remember to keep striving for excellence and we'll catch you on the next episode. Hey, podcast family, T-Bone here. Are you a dentist looking to elevate your practice and profits? Then pay close attention. Introducing the 3D Business Mastermind, the dental business coaching program designed for dentists who want to see real results. I've walked the path of practice ownership for nearly 25 years. I know your challenges. I felt your pain. This is your opportunity to overcome the chaos, the busyness, and the financial frustrations of owning a dental practice. Imagine a dental practice where your appointment book is highly productive, doing the dentistry you enjoy, your team is self-motivated, and your profits keep climbing. That's what the 3D Business Mastermind is all about. In this exclusive mastermind, you'll join a league of ambitious dentists driven to elevate their practices. You'll gain access to proven strategies, personalized coaching, and a community that understands your journey. So if you're ready to supercharge your dental practice and enjoy the success you deserve, visit www.3d-dentists.com and take the first step towards a brighter future in dentistry by filling out the 3D Business Mastermind application. Now, let's get to this week's episode.